You're listening to another episode on the Man of Class podcast. I'm your host, Eric Yusko, founder of Man of Class, this podcast, and is your exceptional life strategist for those men who know that there's a lot more to life than just that daily grind. This episode, we're going to get into a little bit of timeliness. Now, what does that mean? Thanksgiving's this week, and I know families are trying to come together. Plans are shifting. COVID is, is on the rise. There's so much stuff going on, but I really wanted to help to unpack some of that and go from a thankless Thanksgiving to a thankful Thanksgiving in ways that we can kind of work through some of that stuff so that you'll be on the other side of this podcast, a lot more empowered, a lot more motivated, inspired in order to really cherish and have a wonderful Thanksgiving that maybe you can share with others as well so that they too can have a wonderful Thanksgiving. So make sure to stay tuned. Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back. If you're listening to this, chances are you've obviously endured 2020, knowing all the things that had gone on, right, where there was the the introduction of COVID and the massive shutdown, the whole global economic sort of catastrophe that has happened, and just how things have changed and evolved. A lot of people working from home, a lot of people had lost their jobs, a lot of people had changed careers, a lot of companies had gone under. a lot of families struggling. There's, there's just been a lot. It's been a very, very heavy year. Uh, being able to, to try to play in this world without running the risk of maybe transmitting the COVID to somebody else. And so I know with holidays, you know, it's, it's, we're getting into that season, right? Many people were looking, most people look forward to the holidays. Sure, there's going to be those relatives that, that people try to sit down with and don't really have a conversation because they know that is going to trigger some political discussion or or something else, right? Competitiveness or, or whatever that it might turn into. But for the vast majority of it, it allows time for people and families and friends to really come together and to cherish each other. And this year is a little different. And so I titled Thankless Thanksgiving because I know even for ourselves, uh, plans for Thanksgiving has, has changed almost like by an hour by hour basis based on rates going up, people feeling uncomfortable, and we've kind of just, you know, the whole move, everything that's been going on. And so a lot of times our, our plan that we did have for Thanksgiving completely fell apart, which is okay. It, it just simply is, right? There's, there's, it's neither nor, it's neither benefit or, or bad, good or bad. It doesn't matter. It just is. And so I go through this whole thankless Thanksgiving because I know a lot of people are going to be in a similar spot. Thanksgiving this week and it's a time where we are trying to be thankful and appreciate and kind of getting to the end of the year and, and sort of that last six weeks of the year. And what can we still squeeze out of the year? What can we still get done? Maybe it's well-deserved time off. Maybe it's it's kind of catching up and maybe it's resetting, getting aligned for where we want to go in 2021. There's so much that happens these last couple weeks in November and all of December every single year. 
And I know, frankly, the more people I talk to, <laughs> there's a bigger desire to kind of flush 2020 down the toilet and and to kind of just say 2020 was just an ugly bit dead year, but don't worry, 2021 is going to be uh, great and wonderful and kind of get back on track. And I just wanted to share some perspective. I think when I talk to people, the the big thing that is present is just that perspective. So many people focus on the lack. They focus on, well, I'm, I wasn't able to uh, go on vacation this year. I wasn't able to go see my family and friends. I wasn't able to go do the things I want to go do or that I normally go do. I wasn't able to you know, get promoted at work. I wasn't able to get my bonus. I wasn't able to, you know, this, I lost my job. We had to move, you know, so many different things, but there's so much lack there. And that lack, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, but thoughts follow feelings, sorry, thoughts lead the feelings and the feelings lead the action. So when you think through left to right thought, feeling, action, all those have to be in sync. And so if you're thinking from a mindset of a place of lack, Immediately, your emotional response to that is going to be sadness, depression, anger, guilt, um, fear, all of these types of emotions, what I call level one, level two energy, those are all going to be coming out. And what's that going to bring is more action, more of the thing that you're fearing, more of the thing that you're feeling guilty of, more of the thing that you're feeling angry of. And let's be honest, let's call a spade a spade. The whole presidential, regardless of who you're rooting for, regardless of, of where you stand on all this, there's just been a lot of energy. There's been a lot of contentiousness that's been in the air just around the whole political regime. So on top of COVID, on top of everything else going on, like 2020 has just been a very stressful year. But a different perspective is think of the time that maybe a kid came to you, your child, or maybe someone else's child, or maybe it was even your, your own self, right? Go back in time when you were enduring something and it was the worst thing that you've ever could have seen, right? Maybe it was working on the spelling bee and, and, you know, falling out or friends that, you know, you, you had a deep connection with, and then all of a sudden it that relationship ended and it left you. Maybe it was a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, who knows what it might've been, but something that just felt utterly catastrophic happening in your life. And I'm sure at that point in time, people, because you were sort of the unique one in this, you know, you were going through this, but all your friends and family may not have been going through. So a lot of times they would say, hey, look for the silver lining. Hey, it's gonna be okay. This is just a point in time. This is just a moment in time. This too shall pass. The difference in that scenario, and, and you did, right? On the, on the backside, then maybe you met the love of your life. Maybe you ended up going you know, into a different path instead of spelling bee. Maybe you went into math club. Maybe you went into sports. Maybe you went into who knows which avenue you went down. But then you kind of look at that hindsight and you go, wow, like that really put me in a, a better place. It put me into a place where I have more of whatever it is that I was really going after. The problem in this situation or the difference, I'll say, in this situation within COVID and the presidential and everything that's happened in 2020 is there's really no other person to go to. We're all in this. So the same things that when people are talking about, oh, like this is the worst year ever, most people just resonate with that. And they're like, I know it's the worst year ever. Like this happened and this happened. And it's just feeding so much more sadness and depression and lack and fear and anger and resentment and it's just building up so much that it, there's just people are just feeling 
I'll say hostile, and it's not even necessarily a hostile from an outward perspective, but it could be just hostility within themselves. It could be coming out as anxiety, as stress, as you can't sleep at night. Uh, you're, you've gained 20 pounds, 30 pounds because, you know, you think it's because you didn't go to the gym, but in reality, it's because you're going to the stress food because that's the only way that you're kind of coping because there's really no outlet for a lot of people to go to, to talk this through to be able to maybe get that perspective shift. And so I just wanted to bring that up again, right? Of, of looking at the situation, taking a macro view of it, because right now we're on the micro, we're all living everything day to day. We're all living, you know, the stock market that's going up, that's going down um, the whole presidential election, the uh, COVID cases on the rise, the shutdowns, the curfews, the everything that's going on, everyone's living it. So everyone's in this micro day to day to day. But we never take that perspective or we never have somebody that can help us with a macro piece of it that says maybe this helped us with global warming. Maybe this helped us to shift to a lesson. Maybe this taught us to, hey, we need to wash our hands a little better. Uh, you know, maybe this was a, the best gift or blessing in disguise that it, it may not look like or feel like it right now. But again, sometimes go back through your life when you thought at one time the biggest gift or blessing at that time never felt like it. It felt like it was the end of the world. It felt like you were never going to be able to move forward. It felt like it was just the end. You just had other people to kind of help and support you to say, it's going to get better. Promise us, trust us, you know, this too shall pass. All of these comforting words that maybe you hated hearing at the time. And then afterwards it was like, sure. Okay. This makes sense. And this, and the same is for this COVID will pass. Hostility, anger, resentment, all of this too will pass. It is just a blip in time. And so Thanksgiving, you know, right now we're feeling in a very thankless type Thanksgiving period because so many people are just trying to survive or just trying to, they, they have so much anxiety and fear and stress and resentment and all of these level one, level two energies or emotions that I, I talk about that we're not really seeing or hearing or experiencing or even trying to think of a different way, a different perspective, a different approach. And I just want to challenge that today and to say, that's okay, right? You, you may just tune off right here and say, nope, this is a waste of time. I'm just going to stay in my own stuff and I'm just going to keep moving forward. Eric doesn't always talking about that's fine. I respect you for that. But if you want to move into maybe something different into having holidays that it may not be the quote exact that you had it in 2019, but there are still ways that we can still be together through FaceTime, through, you know, social distancing, through, um, you know, I know I was talking to somebody, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, and they got like a 22 pound turkey and the 22 pound turkey, they were going to get it. And I think they had like two or three kids. And they were going to make, they were going to make everything, make all the side dishes, that whole big elaborate Thanksgiving meal, package it up into, you know, wear gloves and everything, package it up into Tupperware containers and deliver it to all their kids or the kids are, are doing that for their parents. And so, although maybe distance may be a factor in this, you know, there are other options there are other ways to kind of help and come from a different place. And so I'd open everybody up to say, what might some of those be? For you, right? It may not be for everybody, 
but just what might be something for you. I know personally, you know, this, this Thanksgiving, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be apart. All of our family uh, is going to be apart. And what we're going, how we're going to, to come together is through FaceTimes. You know, I'm sure we'll probably try to orchestrate or coordinate mealtimes and just, you know, even if it, even if you can't get all, everyone at the meal at the table and, and get it all to work out, even if you just get a, uh, you know, an hour or just 30 minutes or even 15 minutes to just check in and do a FaceTime or to take a picture or to just even call and just be on the phone, building those connections and still maintaining those connections can really still help share love, right? Because think about it. Emotions doesn't know face-to-face. There is definitely a thing to be, to be said for in-person connection, but the next best thing is having that same type of connection, but just either on the phone or through video or through, and the blessing in a lot of this is that we, this would have been so much worse if we didn't have the internet as advanced as what we're at right now. Because we wouldn't be able to quickly FaceTime everybody. We wouldn't be able to just jump on a Zoom call and see everybody's face or just, you know, pick up a phone call because there's great reception most everywhere. So these tools allow us to really kind of be present and social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, you know, TikTok, all these different social media platforms still allows us. They may not be that way now. Right. People still feel a lot of anger, resentment in that. But that doesn't allow us or that doesn't stop us from using it for good, for opening up that. Now, you might be saying, okay, that's great, but things still suck. And so I want to to break that down a little bit because when I was talking about coming from a place of lack, coming from a place of you know anger, resentment, fear, the thing that I always have to remind myself, and I say myself because I'm using this as an example, as a personal example, but I hope that you can pull some nuggets or some lessons from this story is if we believe all of our circumstances and everything that is around us, we have to ask ourselves a fundamental question. Do we or do we not, it's a very binary question, have free will and free choice? And I pause there for a second for dramatic effect. But the other piece of it is if we believe that we don't, and that all this is happening and we don't have any control over anything and we're just kind of having a yard sale down a ski slope or just completely fumbling the, the football all over the place and we, we don't really have control of our lives, then it makes sense. It makes sense that there would be so much depression and anxiety and resentment and that type of emotion. But if we think that we do have free will and that we do have free choice, just even a little bit, that allows us to start making a proactive choice in our own lives, a proactive choice that says maybe instead of, you know, focusing on it sucks not having a family together for the holidays, I'm going to make the best of it by still reaching out, whether it's one-on-one, trying to get a Zoom call, text messages, videos, whatever that I might be, to still show the other people how much I love them. Whether or not they're standing in my kitchen or not, to still show them how much they mean to me. And if we do that, now all of a sudden, again, thinking, thought, feeling, action, if those are your thoughts, now all of a sudden, how much more, what would a different emotion be triggered by that? If you want to show someone how much you love, because you call them and say, hey, you know, I really miss you on this Thanksgiving. 
I know this is the time. I know we're trying to protect each other. I know we're trying to do this for grandma, grandpa, great grandma, great grandpa, mom and dads who have health conditions, maybe ourselves that have health conditions. I know that we're doing this for a purpose and this too shall pass. But just know I'm doing this not because we are being apart. I'm doing this because I love you. Now, all of a sudden, that comes from a very different place, comes from a very warming place, coming from a very uh, connection based emotion. Now, all of a sudden, it's fun. Now, all of a sudden, there's joy. Now, all of a sudden, there's smiles because then maybe it takes the heaviness of focusing on the lack to the focus of the abundance and the focus of you know, how well we're, we're handling this, you know, even though times might be tough out there. And if that might be too much, right, that might be just a, you know, Eric, you're talking too much. That's, that's way far out there. You know, you don't understand my situation. There's, there's so much going on. Allow me to maybe walk through micro by micro. So when we think holistically of different energy levels or different emotions, some of this gets a little woo and that's okay. Woo is nothing more than just science that hasn't been validated yet. Woo is the stuff that we didn't understand about human medicine until we actually found out about human medicine. The whole placebo effect where we're like, we don't understand why it works, right? It shouldn't work, but it does work. Then the more we learn about quantum world and quantum mechanics and physics and it, that entire area of science, the more we start to realize some of the things that we didn't understand years ago. So some of this that I'm talking about energy and emotions and some of this other stuff may seem a little woo and that's okay, right? If you're not ready to receive that, peace, that's fine. You don't have to, right? No one's forcing you to. Again, you have, I believe everyone has free will and free choice. You always have the choice to turn this off. However, if you want to keep learning, think through what I call the seven levels of energy. And so I'm going to break them up down easy so that it allows you to start to think maybe where are you in this journey for Thanksgiving? And I keep focusing on Thanksgiving because I know how important this is for so many people. I know so many people who love to, you know, oh, I remember, you know, we watched the lions and we have, you know, wine flowing and we have food and it's just, you know, it's a, we've got a fire in the fireplace and it's just a wonderful time, right? No, no one's calling me from work. It's just that time to really unplug and to just be with family and to tell those stories that we love to hear every holiday and those favorite desserts or help mom in the kitchen or whatever that it might be. So I want to get you back to that because I, I know how, as tough as this is, I want to get you back to that happy Thanksgiving. It may not be the exact perfect paint picture that you had in 2018 or 17, but we can set with our emotions and our intentions still have the experience without maybe the exact same thing that you had before. So when we think about going from something that is very defeating, right? Depression, we start with depression and I call that level one, um, apathy, insecurity, self-doubt, guilt resides here. In order to get out of that depression, we have to shift almost into anger. The easiest way. I'm going to give you an example. It doesn't have to stay that way. You can jump all over the place, much like we do from day to day. But if you're feeling really stuck, you feel like you just can't get something out here is a way of kind of step by step, maybe getting to that point. So we get out of depression by anger. Think of the time in life where maybe you felt super defeated. You got an F on a test. You lost somebody. 
uh, in the family. You maybe were dating somebody that you thought was the right person, but then they turned around and dumped you. They cheated on you, you know, something that was really hurtful and you felt really depressed. You felt very, you know, apathetic or you just couldn't quite do things. All of a sudden, somewhere along the line, there was an anger switch. And you said, I'm done doing this. I'm done being in this place. I'm going to get my life together. I'm If I lost somebody because of a health reason, I'm going to double down on my health. I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen to me. I'm going to vouch. I'm going to you know hold myself accountable to get myself out of this. That gets you into anger, which is good because that takes action, right? Instead of the going from a place of inaction to action, now you can go, you know, start taking that action. Now, that action can be good, can be not good. Again, everything just is. Now getting to the next thing, how do I get out of that anger mode? Because anger is a heavy emotion, right? Anger is sort of that fight or flight. You use it, it helps you, but long periods of that can just be exhausting. And then all of a sudden you have, quote, that crash, right? Where it feels like you just can't do anything because you've just given, you've run four marathons, you just can't wake your eyes. You just stay in bed and sleep for 14 hours. Been there, done that. You get from there that anger into a rationalization. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Okay, here's how I'm going to be different. I've set my life up. Instead of, you know, having poor health, you know, I, I went through and I made all these decisions and here's why I'm better, right? You rationalize. You start to make sense of your actions. So you go from inaction to action, action to rationalization of your actions, right? Still very self in, you know, in your own self. Then you start to look outward, Instead of looking on your inside, you start looking in of how is it that maybe you could help somebody? So you get out of the rationalization piece into start thinking about how maybe you can help somebody else. Again, that's why Thanksgiving is such a powerful holiday, because it's one of the few times Thanksgiving and Christmas where we almost step outside of ourselves because right of traditions of the way the holidays have always been done, we step outside of ourselves at Thanksgiving and Christmas and we start looking to the other people. We start thinking from an empathetic lens how their life might be, how hard this might be for them. And when you do that, now all of a sudden, right? A different thought brings a different feeling, brings a different action. Now all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, they have it so much more worse than me. How can I help them? Oh, you know, they, they didn't get a turkey because all the turkeys are sold out. You know what? I have two in my freezer. Hey, hey, let me bring you one over. You guys can still cook it, you know, but, but I'll give you my turkey. Okay. Don't worry about it. I want you to have that Thanksgiving or maybe they lost their job and you didn't. And you go, you know what? At the end of the day, I know I could probably pull enough food for, you know, a family for 50 bucks. I can spare 50 bucks. I'm going to go out to the store. I'm going to get 50 bucks. I'm going to donate it to them so that they can have that, that holiday, right? At Christmas time, a lot of times we see kids that may not have toys and we start buying toys for them. And they're like, Hey, we want, we know how much, you know, toys were a big part of our childhood. We want you to have the same thing. So we want to be giving, right? That's a, the, the end of the year is really right where our, our hearts a lot of times opens up, which again, why I'm, I'm kind of harping on this, this episode of, really turning a thankless Thanksgiving into a thankful Thanksgiving. And you do that through looking at the eyes of somebody else, looking at maybe as bad as you feel like you've had it this year, there might be somebody out there that is in more pain, in more suffering, in less of a, a better position as you. And then from that place, all of a sudden your perspective shifts. Now, once your perspective shifts, now you start going to work on how can I help? How can I serve? Now, then we go, 
You're right. I kind of, I kid, I did a little two different things. So once you get into the giving, you start focusing on from yourself to somebody else. Now, all of a sudden it's where are the opportunities, right? So let's take that Thanksgiving, buying a family, a Thanksgiving dinner for 50 bucks. Now, all of a sudden you're like, what's the opportunity here? Oh, you know, I can clip some coupons and maybe make it cheaper. And then maybe I could get two, you know, give, give uh, two families Thanksgiving, or what's the opportunity to maybe have them over, right? What's a win-win type situation that maybe we could kind of all bring it together. Or like I said earlier, maybe you just make some food and you just take it over to them. And you're like, hey, listen, you know, I, we wore gloves to package the food. You know, we know hot food kills the virus. So like, that's fine, right? Here's, here's some food for you and your family. I hope you can enjoy, right? Um, you start looking for those opportunities. Now we're getting into, instead of that depression and anger about the things that we don't have, we start looking at opportunities of what we can go start to create. What can we go start to create in this world? Then it starts to build on into level six, level seven is really around connection and creation. Because now you're starting to focus on how can you better connect with people? How can you better start to create your reality? Again, if you have free will and you have free choice, now all of a sudden it's, well, how do you start to create? What is it that you want to create, right? And that's where it always starts, right? What is it that you want to create? Well, I'd like to have a, a, a Thanksgiving with my family in the same house, in the this, in the that. Okay, well, that, in order to take that, it might take being socially distanced. It might take wearing a mask. It might take eating outside if you're outside, you know, if if it's warm, if it's warm enough. If it's not, you know, then it might be a little different. Everyone wears their parkas while they're eating Thanksgiving, you know, or... You know, how can you drop off food? How can you, you know, all these opportunities of, of still building that connection. And so, again, as we go through some of that, maybe you're stuck in that depression state. Maybe you're stuck in that anger state. Oh, why did this have to happen to me? Why, you know, why is COVID still going on? Oh, why are these kids, you know, these stupid kids, why can't they just, you know, follow some stupid rules so that COVID can be squashed and we can actually spend the time together that we want to spend, right? Blame, anger, resentment. Right. Why hasn't the president fixed this? Why haven't the world leaders fixed this? Why haven't Bill Gates found use artificial intelligence to, to solve this thing? Like, why haven't we gotten this far? Anger. Start looking at it of what is it that maybe you could do in this moment for you, for your family, for your extended family, and maybe even for your community. Because if there's one thing that I know, if you're still listening to this, if we haven't pissed you off so far, that... The whole idea ideology behind man of class is to be a man that is continuously learning, adaptable, supportive of those around him, and strives for success. So when you start looking at yourself of how can you elevate yourself to become a little bit better, how can you maybe continuously learn, be a little bit more adaptable, support of those around them, and start striving for success? How can you start to instill some of that? Because when you start focusing on those CLASS, it will be sort of your free pass, your immediate pass to get out of depression and anger. Because when your brain starts to go to work on trying to solve that problem, how can I help others, right? How do I be adaptable in this situation? How can I maybe strive for what I determine as success? Uh, how can I support others in this moment? How can I continuously learn and maybe you know use my learning in order to support others? Right. When you start going, when your brain starts going to work on that, now all of a sudden you get a free pass right out of depression. You skip over anger, rationalization, and you're in that giving opportunities, connection and creation mode. 
it's not easy, but it's simple. And sometimes the simple things may not be easy, but we know that the work that we put into things pays dividends for a good long time. And so that's what I hope for you. That's what I hope for you. That's what I hope for your family. That's what I hope for all of society, frankly, in this time, because I know for me at least, and I know everyone that I have talked to, Thanksgiving is a very special time. It's a very special time for families to come together, maybe extended families that we don't get to see, but maybe once a year. It's that time to really allow ourselves to think of others and try to put others, people, other people's needs ahead of ourselves. And it's no surprise that those are the times. That's why Christmas, so many people feel better at Christmas. Now, maybe they don't feel better in the moment when they're going around trying to get the, uh, you know, <laughs> latest gift or latest toy or uh, latest gaming system for their kids or something. And, and they're just stressed out because they, they haven't been able to find it. But once we get to actually enjoying the holiday after the hustle and bustle of the pre-planning and all that other stuff, it, you start to get into that. You start to get into having those joy-filled moments. And so I've noticed that there's been this trend that it looks like people aren't thinking about that. They're, they want to give the middle finger to everything, right? And just say, screw it. We're going to have everybody over, you know, screw it. We're, we're just not doing the holiday this year. Screw it. We're not doing, you know, whatever, whatever the case or the decision might be. And they're making it, you know, again, everyone has choice, but they're making a lot of times a choice out of a sense of anger. Instead of maybe how can they turn this around and actually make it one of the most memorable ones. Hey, remember when in 2020, when the whole world was kind of falling apart, but we still had, we were able to share that connection. We were able to, you know, ha share Turkey or, or whatever that it might be over Skype or, or just phone call. And we just, and we just chatted and laughed and had, you know, told the funny stories or whatever that it might've been virtually, because then it'll appreciate even more of the times in the past and even more intent and hope and wonder and joy for what the future is going to bring. Because when you do get that chance to be together, then you can really have an even more of an appreciation. Because again, it's something that, you know, once if you, you know, if somebody gave you $5 every single day, you'd be like, ah, $5 is $5. I know I'm going to get it tomorrow. But if you didn't get $5 every day and all of a sudden you got $5, it's a big deal. So the same type of thing is happening to us right now. We, we kind of gotten comfortable in having family around, having those stories, having those traditions. This year, the traditions are getting challenged. But just think on the flip side of this, how much more pow powerful and impactful the holidays are going to be because we're going to be we're going to cherish that time together of like, yes, you know what? I, I really, you know, grandmother's pudding wasn't the best, but you know what? It's going to taste even better now because I know that I had a year without it or I had to, you know, the hugs will be warmer, the passion will be felt stronger, and the joy will be stronger as well. So with that, I hope you and your family have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. I hope that you get a chance to really build some deep connection over this holiday and that you can turn a thankless Thanksgiving into a thankful Thanksgiving. So with that, take care, be great, stay safe, and keep moving forward. Did you know that 8 out of 10 men are living a life that they wish was better? I believe living an exceptional life means unlearning everything that we've been taught and dropping the shoulds immediately. 
which is why I created a brand new ebook titled Coaching Secrets, How to Break Out of Ordinary and Live an Exceptional Life. I wanna show you the mindsets, strategy, and tactics you need to live the life you were meant to be so that you can step into the vision that you have for yourself but maybe haven't taken action. And the best part about it, it's yours absolutely free. To get your copy, head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets. And you can start living that life right now.